0: This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries The City of Hope As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God Welcome to the first Sunday in the month of sec- uh, September Judges 11, quickly If you are there, say amen. Judges eleven. Verse Are you there in Judges eleven? Okay, verse number thirty. Judges eleven thirty. Let's read in unison. One, two, go. Stop. Are you in Judges 11? Read. One, two, go. 30. No, stop. Your voice are more than this. The way you shout outside. I will hear you. Shout it here in the house. I want to hear your voice. One, two, and go. Good. 31. Wonderful. I love the way the woman of God behind you is shaking his head. says this is a serious matter. I want to speak to us briefly within the limited time I have on the mysteries of vow some keep it, some break it. The mysteries of vow. Some have died and they said enemy shot them. But God killed them because they did not keep the vow that God kept his own path. Some things are working disorderly for some. You don't know why. Because they broke the vow and the covenant they had with God. Covenant of vow it's an agreement between two individuals or group of persons pertaining to a particular thing. It is not ordinary. Sometimes life is tied to it. Most times, a lot are done to be able to fulfill vow. I mean, a keeping his own part and b playing game out of it. It's a deep mystery. Some has been catapulted to their next level as a result of the vow they kept. Some have enjoyed grace as a result of the vow they kept. Vow catapults you to where you ought not to be. Vow saves you from debt that you ought to pay a price over. And to get you saved or catapult you to where you are or where you ought to be, something will have been done to that. The Bible talks about how some are giving us ransom to us. I want you to understand why it pained God so much when Israel said, we would rather go back to Egypt and die. It infuriated God and God drew the sword of death against the people. And Moses said, if you do this, the people said, you are no longer capable to fulfill what he said about them. And what infuriated God was that God remembered that he slaughtered the firstborn of, of Egypt because of this people. And yet in the split of seconds, the same people saw those blood as nothing and said, we want to go back. That is how a lot of us are living our life with both God and man. Not taking serious the vows that you have made. The agreement that you have made among ourselves. Every time, this is Jephthah. The king of Ammon came to invade the territory of Israel. This is a powerful king that have wreaked havoc in other nations. The battle was so fierce, blood was to flow. Victory was on the side of the Ammon. And Jephthah has been chosen a nobody, a son of a nobody. Of his own, he was not trained for battle. He was not a military man. And now he has been chosen to carry a task that was more than him. And he knew that not by might, not by power. I can't do this by my intelligence. I can't do this by my power. I can't get this favor just like that. I need God. God, I'm not qualified. God, I cannot be able to do it. But if if you see me through this battle, If you see me through battle, have you not been in a situation, you may not even know, you're in a tight situation that involves your life and you approach someone for help. It is difficult for that person. It might even be his last. It might even be the slot, the only slot he has concerning that matter. But because of your situation, he or she decides, To give his life in place for you. His place for you. In agreement of what you have said. That if you do this for me. I will do this. And the person trusted you. And believed you. And went to the extent of denying himself. The position. The time. The pleasure. The resource. For you to go. And guess what? Many has failed. We have seen where somebody among families, a son or a daughter, an auntie, your senior sister or brother, has refused to go to school to make sure that you go to school so that when it gets well with you, he has gotten well for all. Now, they have paid that price for you. It is well now with you. You have forgotten where you came from. We are doing it every day. We are breaking it every day. Somebody went to borrow money. I know of couples that went to borrow money from a woman to do their wedding. Say, after I will pay you back. They have wedded. They have finished their wedding. Everything is done. Unknown to them that the woman didn't even have it. She has to go and borrow from someone and gave a date to bring it. Now, the creditor has come. They could not fulfill. The woman was, I'm not saying stories, picked up, put in the police. Jail, unfulfilled. What kind of prayer do you think you'll be praying for such couples? Broken vows. jephthah said, "Whatever is the force that appears, if I win this battle, I give it to you." So, when we talk of vows, most of us in our in our primitive thoughts and actions, it's always come about money, money, I'm talking about money. But to the glory of God, God's prove us wrong. As we continue in the scripture. To find out that God has to go all out. To give victory to Jephthah. Against Ammon. Against all. Every odds. Against him. Against all the odds that against him. Gave him victory. On the strength of the vow. That whatsoever. That he sees. That comes to him. After the battle. Is the laws. Belong to the Lord. I'm talking about scripture. We are interpreting scriptures. Go back to that scripture. Let's read quickly. Quickly. Because of time. 32. Verse 32. So Jephthah passed over. Unto the children of Ammon. To fight. Against them. And the Lord. With what? Delivered them into his hand. The problem we have is that we are yet to believe that God is involved in our success and prosperity. The day it down on you that God is part and is involved in your success, you begin to take God serious. Nobody need to tell you to tithe. Nobody need to tell you to make your vow. Uh, Nobody need to tell you to worship God. Nobody need to tell you to do those things. The problem we are having is the fact that In our subconscious mind, in our little and mighty mind, we don't see God in it. We have seen effort, we have seen contact, we have seen connections, we have seen who we know. And that is what is making us live for ourselves. That's why God blesses somebody with resources. The first thing that comes to his mind is what he's going to buy. And not the God. Jesus said, go, show yourself to the priest. And do what the law required when they came to thank him when they saw a change every time you see a positive change in your life the first thing you must do you must know the source john two or three jesus said no man received anything except that given to him from above just like when something negative happens you are troubled to know what is behind it. What I'm going to do to come out of it. The same way you must be motivated. That when there is a positive revival and turnaround. In your resources, in your health and in your life or The first thing is to thank God for the vow that you have made unto God. The absence of this has struck people with illness. That there is no cure to it. The absence of this have cut the life of some people short, not knowing that they have broken. The Bible said if you broke the hedge, the serpent who is lurking behind will bite. Job was told, curse God and die. It proves to us that God is the retainer of life. It does not matter how the devil fights you and how he dismembers your body as long as god is still standing he says can this dry bone live again because god was involved by his word it can live with god not minding how skeletal your condition is god is the holder and the retainer of life i'm a scripture person i follow the scripture he said and god gave him victory he didn't say jephthah fought you know, in, in a mastery way, like the ways that Samuel 16, 17 describe uh, uh, Goliath, tall, 750, man of war, man of this, man of that. In, in all, God was never mentioned. And David told him, today you will know that battles that involve God are not won with the spear and the rod of men. You will know. And in this we saw it. Go with me. To the next verse, quickly, quickly. Is somebody here with me? If you have ever made any vow to God, it's like tight. How can you be told to tithe to what you don't have? Huh? No. God does not rob men. God cannot tell you to give 10% of what He has not given you. He cannot tell you to give an offering when you don't have nothing to offer. So if you have something to offer, why are you killing yourself? Why are you putting yourself in danger? Why are you delaying? Why are you choosing when you are going to give to God? When he has been given to you? Why? That's why we are going through a whole lot of things that we don't know. And he smote them from arrow, even until thou cometh to midnight even twenty cities. That cannot be an ordinary man. It cannot be the effort of man. Do You know what is twenty cities? Without, without breaking down? Because the strength of God. You know, Samson, the scripture said, and the men of the city locked their gate against Samson. They have got to him. Not somebody that has the strength of God. Samson woke up from a woman, from on top of a woman. That's this. You cannot understand this God. And went to the city. He didn't knock at the gate. He grabbed it and lifted it. When God is with a man, unusual thing proceeded out of him. Let's go. 20 cities and onto the plain of the vineyard with a very great slaughter does the children of Ammon were what? Subdued before the children of Israel. May God subdue your enemies. Amen. I said may God subdue your enemies. Amen. What battle that is more than you? May God help you to subdue it in the name of Jesus. The next verse, quickly. And Jephthah came to Mizpah unto his house. And behold, when he subdued them, God has done his own part. And he was now heading back home. What is the first thing after the battleground? And behold, his daughter. Somebody say, his daughter. I love God. God does not act for useless things. That's one thing about this God. <laughs> well, if you tell God, say, God, if you give me this amount, Will, God will, <laughs> he will give you a mount that will intimidate you. And need to take God, Pastor, to give it back to God. Because it's not ordinary, God is not common. God is God. God is great. Everything about him must be great. Look at what he sent to him that he came. A daughter came out to meet him with timbres and with dances. And she was what? It's only. She tired. It's only. You see how God operates. But God so loved the world that He gave His only. The goddess. That's where God measures it. God don't measures in your abundance. Offering section was going on, and Jesus, at the end, He took a verdict and said, "This woman has given more than all." And some rich people, and said, "So what is Jesus saying?" I dropped ten thousand pounds. Now didn't see it. They tell your the church to check it. I dropped twenty thousand dollars here. How come this person who dropped one naira? they say, he gave all, more than all. Jesus said, because he gave her all. So somebody say, all. all. In the total figure, it was nothing, but home and abroad. They don't even know how the woman would go home. That's all. Until until your service to God becomes all you will not attract the fullness of God. Until your service to God is all, you will not attract the fullness of God. God do not deal with people who have reservation. Say, in case God delays, in case God does not answer, I will fall to this. God don't work with us people. He does not brood his best. He does not give his all to such. God brood and work with people who take faith with him. The world call it risk. In the kingdom we call it fate. That's why I say without fate it's impossible to please God. You must believe him completely. And the daughter appeared with 10 and dancing. And she was his only child. Beside he had neither son nor daughter. So Assuming he has two kids. One is a son and one is a daughter. Daughter is going. He still has one to fall back to. No son, no daughter. Only one. And he has made a vow. God folded his hand I was watching folded his hand was watching. He was watching. I've told you, never you, never you, never you fall for the humility of a poor man. A poor, and when I say man, male or female, don't trust any person's humility until the person is given influence and power. Influence and power, money. Then you begin to test the humility, the confidence and the trust of that person. Doesn't matter who the person is. Because so many things is hidden in man, including myself. We are just waiting for the right environment to unfold it. Never you say man is not a thief until you give him opportunity to steal, and he didn't steal. Ah. Then you can say it's not a thief. You know that the seed of stealing is not in person. There are people that have found themselves in tight situations. They say they'd rather die than come in. Why some, they, they will look left and look right. Say, God, you will understand. God don't work with such people. The next verse, 36. because of time. Quickly, quickly. And it came to pass when he saw her that he rent his clothes. It's a natural response and reaction. I don't expect him to rejoice. I don't expect him to say, thank you, Jesus. That would be fake. That would be unreal. It means that the life of the daughter never matters to him. my daughter thou hast brought me very low and thou at one of them that troubled me the man began to lament in proverb you are supposed to be a source of blessing to me but now you have brought sorrow in the midst of victory that I'm celebrating why must your timing come this time daughter you are not real you waited to pain me for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord and what I cannot go back. Adam and Eve broke a vow that you and I are suffering till today. I mean, unbelievers. So Our our, our women have to go through pains and we can see how a lot are dying because of, do not take this, leave this as an honor to me. The serpent was angry over that because he knows that when vows are caved, enlargement becomes the other. Becomes the nest. The devil cannot stop somebody who stands by his vows, his intents with God. He does everything to break it to keep God away from you so that he cannot strike. They took it, they ate it. That was the beginning of their problem. That's what the problem they said and done. The, 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 that tenth portion is, is death. Begin to eat up your peace, your joy that you're enjoying. Begin to wreck down. Issues and trouble begin to come. You know, when seed are sown, it does not germinate the next day. I've never seen a seed sown today, germinate the next day. You never know that it's sown. But it's taking time. It's dying. Except the corn of a wheat fallen to the ground and died, it alone. So he continue to die. Begin to why he's dying. Nobody, things are happening. You see some people prospering. Prosperity is not a proof of God's presence. It's not every blessing that God approves. Pastor, what do you mean? You can kidnap somebody today and get 10 million out of it. Through of us. Next week you can kidnap another and get 30 million through us. In one month, you can make 100 million out of kidnapping. You will build a house. You may be a church member, or even a church leader. Or even a pastor. Some pastors are even involved in kidnapping. Oh, join me, praise the Lord. We'll be dancing. Oh, God bless the source of your money. Does God help him to kidnap more? That's all we're saying. No, don't laugh by breaking the scripture. Because some of you are deceived that when you see manifestations of material things, you are carried away as an evidence of the presence of God. God never promised us the world. God promised us our needs. That's for the kingdom. So he said they pursue what they eat, what they drink. He said is life not better than all this. That's why people are breaking vows for clothes, for food. That's why they're breaking relationship for clothes, for free. That's why they're betraying their friends for money. That you will not not carry to to heaven or to hell. Whether you're going to heaven, you're not taking your money there. You're going to hell, you're not taking it there. You don't even choose the coffin that will wear on you. You don't even choose where you'll be buried. And yet, you make what ought not to be high, high in your life. The one that ought to be high has become low unto you, men and brethren. Keep your vows and turn it so God can be on your side. I have opened my mouth. As I celebrated a judge in this nation whose son was brought for arm robbery, his son, his first son, he looked at him. From the evidence before me, you are found guilty, you are sentenced to death. A foreign squad. His own son. The wife did everything to influence it. But he has taken an oath to defend the truth and the constitution. And now his own seed. I'm not talking about Bible. I'm talking about this nation. Sentences come to death. And Elisha before uh, Naaman, he brought the present. He said, as the Lord lives, I will not take it from you. And he turned his back and moved. But a little my Gehazi turned his back. God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, Leave your father and your mother. Leave your father and your mother, your kindred. I will make your name great. He moved. His brother followed him. He didn't rebuke him. It didn't stop him. That's the time we found ourselves. God speaks. Our siblings speak. We take our siblings' voice against God. Oh, God didn't know that if you need your siblings, that you should go with you. Yet, he said, leave. You are still attached. You have left, yet you are there. Then how can your name become great? How can you enjoy fullness of God? How can you enjoy God's presence in your life? Nothing happened to Abraham until there was a separation between both of them. And even that one that his wife followed, we saw what happened. Don't turn your back. He turned his back. Go on. The next verse. And and she said unto him, What a godly daughter. My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord. These are the kind of people you live in your life. These are the kind of parents you need, kind of mothers you need, kind of members a pastor need, kind of siblings that siblings need. People who will stand for God in every situation, not selfish. Friends, whether he favors them or not, as long as he favors God, I stand with God. Look for friends. Look for brothers. I'm sorry for you that have so many friends. The more friends you have, the more problem you have. Write it down, I told you that. The fewer you are, the less stress. Go and investigate it, that's the way it has always been. Anytime Jesus wants to pray, there's no disciple that is qualified enough. He goes alone. Read from Matthew to the end, Jesus never went anywhere to pray with his disciples. He's always alone. Even at the last moment, the Bible says, and he came and he found them sleeping. So they were not even there with him. Until you learn to stand with God alone, God will never stand with you. When you are alone. Look at what she said. And she said unto him, this is the kind of thing, these are the kind of daughters, fathers need, that you don't need to follow about. Where did you go to? Where did you go to? This is the kind of wife or husband that we need. Where did you go to? Where did you not go to? People who have covenant with God. I was sharing with my son when we were talking. I said, when the time comes for a wife, never you look for a wife whose father is a billionaire. Because billions are a process of time. Anybody can have it. Are you here what i Don't look for a lady who is tall and beautiful. Beauty vain. It fades. One sickness can drive that person and changes the look. So what, what happened now? Don't look for a woman that has wealth. Anybody can have wealth. Look for a girl like this daughter who is about to be sacrificed. She didn't cry. As the father was crying. Look at what she said. My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which proceeded out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord has taken vengeance for thee of thy enemies, even of the children of Ammon, How many daughters can do this? The next thing they'll do, that they will beat your emotion with cry. Like when I see my daughter start crying, I become weak. You draw your sword. He was not crying, he was smiling strength to his father to fulfill vow. He didn't join the father to cry. Let them begin to ration it. How to avoid the vow. Yet the ammon has been slaughtered. Blood has flown. Car label And now it's time for you to fulfill your vow. You began, God didn't ration it. Not one soul went down for you. God helped you to defeat cities in split of hours. And time, it's payback time. Began to ration it. I bless God. I say, son, look for a daughter that carries God in her heart. As long as God is there, any other thing that I needed, will come with time. Beauty will come with time. Resources will come with time. Oh, my time. Quickly. The next 36. I stole. And she said unto her father, Let this thing be done for me. Let me alone two months that I may go up and down upon the mountains and bewail my virginity. I and my fellows. Was she killed? Eh? Was she killed? She was not killed. The vow we're talking about was not that she was slaughtered, but her virginity. That is, she stayed without marriage. She never married. It was unto God. Beautiful, with womb, very productive, very fertile, but will not have a man called the husband all will have a child as long as they live because her husband and her children in the future was what gave Israel victory through their father. That was the price that was paid for that. Not that she was slaughtered. Think what vow have you made? Saul never dreamt to be a king. He went looking for his father, lost eyes, and God made him a king. It was time for God to settle the evil nation that attacked his people. That proved to me that God keeps record. Every time he continues to do evil on a man, a child of God, I have oil, you might be free. January, even the whole year, nothing will happen to you. doesn't mean that God has forgotten. You are not forgotten. In those days, in university, in the court, they call it settling or score. You can offend a member, you know, in January, in your first year. They will leave you. Sometimes the day of visitation can be on the graduation day. They can even allow you to leave the school and wait on your wedding day. If you escape your wedding day, they can wait the day you are dedicating your first child. That's when the book will be opened. It's in so-so year, so-so person. Dealt with one of our brother. Upon brotherhood we stand. It's revenge time. You have long forgotten so god woke up from nowhere and checked the record said there was a nation and they have a king called Agag, the amalekite when israel were going they, they obstructed them they make life difficult for them just like some of us are making life difficult for some certain people you are sitting in comfort and you are suffering others you will not give them way to pass and yet you are in the church evil is in you and god is keeping record Saul so, removed them. Utterly destroyed. And Saul so got there. And he didn't do it. He did his own. Someone came, have you done? He said, yes, I have done what God said. He said, but I'm hearing the, the sound of a, a, is it black, black, blaring uh, a, a cows? He said, oh, yes. The people said, uh, uh, let's save this one so we can use it for sacrifice. He said, okay, is it now? To make sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Eh? As much as you have done this. As he moved, the king grabbed him on his skirt and tore his garment. And Samuel turned. torn. That the same way my garment had been torn through you so is the kingdom torn away from you. He don't joke with men with oil. Miriam tried it against Moses, his own brother, his siblings. And began to gossip him and rebuke him over the topian woman they married and leprosy took her over. Keeping your path is very important. Against it is a danger path that you are playing. The day of visitation, I will not be there. I will not know. Keep your vow. Enjoy God's presence. Bow down your heads with me. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more,